everybody, just a reminder to go see our friends down at Two Docks in downtown Lubbock, 502 Texas Avenue. Best beer in Lubbock by far. Brendan and I can both attest to it. Great guys, great place to hang out with friends and great food trucks out there as well. But they were voted the best place to have a beer in Lubbock. Best of the West for this year. So go down and see our friends down at Two Docks in downtown Lubbock. Now let's get to RRS in 10. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome into RRS in 10. I am RC Maxfield alongside Brandon Solis. It is Wednesday, March 10th. Brandon, how you doing, man? Good. Midway uh, through the week. Lots to look forward to this weekend, but uh, just happy we made it through here. Nicer weather. So uh, no complaints. It, w- w- at the time of this recording, and again, we're recording it on Tuesday night, but it's Wednesday um, for everybody listening. Um, it sounds like a tornado is going on outside of my window right now. Really? But to be fair, not to scare anybody, I have one of those kiddie pools for my dog to lay in. He's a husky. And so it's just slapping the house. And it sounds like we're about to just fall over. Like we're in Kansas and, you know, the Wizard of Oz is coming to see us. But I digress a little bit. Um, We will talk about Texas Tech baseball as they secured a win last night, five to four over Gonzaga. We'll also update you on the women's golf team who currently sits at number two in their invitational down in San Antonio. And actually, Sophia Garcia. Spoiler alert, leads that tournament right now for the Lady Raiders. But let's start with Mac McClung. We know that Big 12 honors were released yesterday, but Mac McClung actually earned AP All Big 12 first team today. Um, The Associated Press um, also named Baylor guard Jared Butler as the AP Big 12 Player of the Year. Um, But yeah, you have McClung on the list alongside Butler and Cunningham, West Virginia's Derek Culver was up there as well. And then to round it out, they had um, Austin Reeves, it looks like, on that list as well. But um, kind of an impressive list right there. Again, Mac McClung made the second team, according to the coaches. But pretty cool honor in this uh, AP vote is by all of the Associated Press members. Um, No coaches, just strictly the media. So um, first team honors on the AP side and then all big 12 second team honors for Mac McClung in his first season in the Scarlet and black, not too shabby. Yeah. Not too shabby at all. That's starting a five right there of the first team, all big 12. That would be a, uh, a fierce lineup to say the least, uh, Culver, McClung, Reeves, Cunningham, Butler. I mean, you're winning, you're winning, t- winning titles with those guys, but uh, nice to see Matt get this recognition uh, his first year, as you mentioned at Texas tech, hopefully there's another one. But, um, you know, just so a little momentum for him. He can he can kind of, you know, walk with some swag into the Big 12 tournament, knowing he can play with these guys. You think he's back next year, right? I think so. I was looking at a mock draft literally like 10 minutes ago, though, and they have him going second round. I, I legit and, and maybe this is bold, but I see legit no way he gets drafted right now. Me neither. That's why I was kind of surprised when I was scrolling through here and saw his name in the draft at least I think another year he'll he'll be dominant and he can control the big 12 next year but uh yeah I don't think he I don't think he'll get 
get picked. And obviously these are all mock-ups, but uh, still. I wonder, and again, that we're a long way out and we digress a little bit. Um, but I think the two main things that Coach Beard is going to go after in the transfer portal, and again, they don't have to be grad transfers. Um, they can just be freshmen that want to transfer and play right away, right? Um, I think the things he needs to go after desperately is a true point guard and a big man. Um, yes. Because I think if you put Mac McClung off ball, he will have a better chance to get drafted as being a small shooting guard than he will as a combo guard. Because let's face it, Texas Tech's offense just doesn't look good when Mac McClung is running it because the offense is designed to go through Mac McClung, but it's supposed to be when others create for him. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that's his game. But um, I would not be shocked at all if the two main things are really the only two things you see come in um, with Jalen Tyson um, is a big man and then a true point guard, a guy that can run the point to allow Mac to go off ball a little bit more. Um, because again, Kyler Edwards is a good guard, but I don't know if he's a leading or a lead point guard, if that makes sense. He is a true combo guard, in my opinion. Yeah. It'll be interesting, though, um, to see. Do you disagree with that at all? No, no, I totally agree. I think uh, Keenan Evans was more or less the kind of guy you would want on this team. Got to find him again. And uh, Max just not that kind of guy. And, you know, and maybe he can try to learn to be that guy, but I just don't see he will that he will. I wonder what a lot of these uh, NBA scouts think of him, though kind of just it'd be interesting to sit down and see what they believe he needs to work on in order for him to get to the NBA because we all know that's probably his main goal I mean Beard always talks about getting these guys to play at the next level I think he could be a great overseas guy though at the same time yeah I think he'd be a G League guy right now um and again Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that I mean you get your shot but I think his his potential in my opinion Mac McClellan's potential is a really good bench player in the NBA like that's his yeah. ceiling. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you can stay in the league for six to eight years as a bench guy and collect upwards of $40 million, congratulations, yeah. generational wealth, my guy. Um, when it comes to women's golf, they have the leader in the clubhouse right now down in invitational at the San Antonio country club. Sophia Garcia sits at first overall. Um, she is four strokes up. Over Katie Finley from North Texas. So Sophia Garcia looking to secure an individual title um, down there in San Antonio for the Lady Raiders. We'll keep you updated as right now through two rounds, she sits at 142 um, and with a total of 142, I should say, and is four up on second place. So good stuff right there on her part, but Again, a lot of golf, one more round to be played, and hopefully Sophia can bring that one home. Speaking of bringing it home, the Red Raiders baseball team was at home, and they brought home another W. They're ninth in a row now um, to move to 9-3 and three on the year. They defeated the Bulldogs of Gonzaga 5-4. to four. It wasn't the prettiest um, win of the year, Brandon, but you got it done. You had a little bit of controversy there in the bottom of the first with Jace Young's home run didn't know if it went off the foul pole. Was it foul? It ended up being a fair ball off of the foul pole. And then the biggest hit of the game by far was the bases clearing double by Nate Romback that gave Texas Tech a 5-3 lead, and they needed every run of it 
to secure their ninth victory in a row and start off the 12 game homestand that runs through the end of the month, uh, end of the month, excuse me, five to four. But overall, I thought Micah Dallas looked pretty good. Uh, he went six innings, allowed six hits, one earned run, four Ks, didn't walk anybody, um, induced five flyouts, five or seven groundouts, excuse me, and threw a total of 74 pitches, and his ERA went down to 1.98. What were your overall thoughts of the win for the Red Raiders? I think your uh, first half of the lineup, uh, that'd be Drew Baker, Jace Young, uh, Noisy, Rombeck, and Conley. They, they were the only guys to secure hits for you. The bottom half really didn't. Uh, honestly, I mean, they didn't do anything for you. They all went uh, over at the plate, and you know, he's kind of wanted a strong bottom half. But it's nice to see those uh, the Drew Breaker Bakers of the world just kind of get the bat going. And then Cal Conley, uh, we've seen him make some noise early this year. He, I think, last game before this, he was kind of kind of quiet, but he got a hit tonight, so that's nice to see. And then I agree with you on Michael Dallas. I think he looked pretty good. Six hits, only one run uh, allowed, so you know you'll take it. And uh, four four strikeouts, and I think. Uh, who was the pitcher that came in for him? I'm gonna say hit. Was it him? Yeah, it was hit. Let me see. Let me see. Pulling up the stats here. This game just yeah, ended, it, so yeah. Uh, when Dallas hit Wells, hit, and then, okay, uh, Levi uh, Wells was who I was thinking of. I, I think you. he had a great outing. If I'm if I'm correct there. Yeah, he walked three guys. Um, had one wild right. pitch. Um, didn't look great. He. Um, Threw 33 pitches, but only 14 of them were strikes, so not ideal. Yeah, almost an 11 uh, ERA, but uh, but yeah, I think they well the stat sheet still credits him with the win, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, because you got to remember when he, he was in, the in. game when he came in the game, it was three two, and then that bases clearing mm-hmm. double, so he was the last pitcher to pitch, and he got there the you win. Go, you out take of it. it. Yeah, that's why wins are a silly stat. Don't at me. Um, but, but uh, five four talk, against Gonzaga, so yeah, you'll take it. I mean, take again, it. it's this is a step up in competition. I don't want anybody to think that Gonzaga is a Oklahoma State who you'll face here in about a week and a half or anything yeah. like that. But this is a quality step up in competition from the Texas Southerns of the world that you played last week, um, and definitely will get you on the right track going into the weekend where you face a UConn team that has proven to play pretty well this year. They have some decent wins. Um, and are definitely a step in the right direction in terms of the competition you'll be facing uh, within the conference of the Big 12 um, here and about, well, what is it now, 12 days? Not even 12 days. We're looking yeah. at what? About nine days from now um, is the Big 12 opener at home, about nine, 10 days. So um, when you welcome in the Oklahoma State Cowboys to start off conference play um, at Dan Law Field. But looking ahead to tomorrow, um, or today, I guess, um, because, well, I need to get that back on track, Brandon. I mean, my goodness, what, what, I don't even know what day of the week it is. It um, that's on right. me. That's on me. Uh, but no, the women's golf team will be down in San Antonio and Sophia Garcia will try to win that tournament for the singles. And Texas Tech does have a chance to win it as a team as well. That's one of the only events going on in Texas Tech athletics, the lone other event. Texas Tech baseball. They'll face Gonzaga with first pitch scheduled for 1 p.m. Chase Hampton will be the starter for that one for the Red Raiders. You can watch it on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus as well as Double T 97.3. But for Brandon, I am RC. We'll be back tomorrow and be sure to go check out our friends at Two Docs for the best beer in Lubbock and the best place to have a beer. I'm not the one that said it. I'm not the one that said that. 
It's the best of the West. The you can watch voted. the game there as well. There you go. Uh, but again, for Brandon, I'm RC. Appreciate y'all listening to RRS and 10. We'll be back tomorrow, everybody.